Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. What can a high school volunteer wrestling coach teach us about coaching salespeople? That's what I asked myself as I was scanning the Epic Times and the column advice from its readers to young people. One in particular stood out to me, and it was a story by Kevin M. Bingham Sr., titled, Lessons Learned as a Wrestling Coach. As I began to read, I was quickly mesmerized, and I'm sure you will be as well. Here's what Kevin wrote, and as I read it, I may just align it with stuff off the top of my head about sales reps. So here we go. I learned more over the years than my student-athletes did. I would like to share two lessons. First, I learned over the years that sports did more for the under-talented athlete than the one with gifts and talent. Instead of making champions out of boys, we were making men. The champions were always going to get the medals. They didn't need to be encouraged as much as the kid who lost to champions. And I want you to think just a moment about salespeople, about your salespeople. And if you've got several, they're like a bell-shaped curve of performance. You've got the stragglers, you've got the ones in the middle, and the ones at the top. And the ones in the middle are often not thought about. They are often not encouraged. Now I'm going to continue with Kevin's story, and here's what he says. One of my favorite stories sums this up well. A young Blasian of Black Asian heritage, man by the name of Warren Johnson, came to join the team. Why? I had no idea at the time, because Warren was short, overweight, shy, and lacked self-confidence. His weight put Warren in the heavyweight class, a class of giants. He didn't stand a chance. Defeat after defeat he suffered. You see, This is the thing about wrestling. There is nobody to blame but yourself. After a match is concluded, you have to respectfully stand and shake hands with the victor and his coach in front of God and everybody, keeping your head up and accepting your outcome with class and character. This is no small thing to do week in and week out. So this sets the stage. Warren draws a champion for his first match. A giant amongst men, a six-foot, 260-pound walking door of an African-American, huge hair, enormous muscles, undefeated. This man smashed his opponents. I found Warren pacing with his hands clenched and tears in his eyes. I asked him, what's up? Coach, I'm scared to death. What could I say? You're going to win? Well, that would be a lie, and he would know it. So I told him the truth. Warren, you are the most dangerous man on the mat. What? How can you say that? Look at him. That's just it, I said. He thinks he has already won. You, on the other hand, have nothing to lose. Warren looked at me in disbelief. That makes you very dangerous. Throw caution to the wind and go all out. He won't see it coming. So Warren walked out on the mat and looked up at this giant, who in turn flexed his muscles to intimidate. Warren didn't flinch. Per the referee's instructions, Warren reaches out, looking him in the eyes, shakes his hand. 
They set for battle. An unknown coach grabs me by the arm and says, How can you let this happen? Stop the match. The young man does not stand a chance and is going to get killed. I brushed him off. The whistle blows. You have to understand, this man towers over Warren by two feet. Warren doesn't hold anything back. He springs into the air, grabbing his opponent with a throw we call a head and arm. This giant flies through the air and lands flat on his back. A count of three and the referee slaps the mat, signaling the pin and win for Warren. The auditorium erupts with pandemonium. From that day forward, Warren became a man. Confident, assured, athletic, and over the years, Warren worked hard, lost the excess weight, and built a body the Greek gobs would be envious of. He's a heavy equipment operator, husband, and father. A real man. He knows he's very dangerous, but he keeps the wolf within. At the end of his article, Coach Bingham tells a parable. He calls it, The Three Evil Brothers Now Are Four. Many wrestlers lose because they lack confidence. Now, everybody listening right now, think about salespeople. They do that as well, and even sales leaders. In other words, they fear. Fear of success, fear of making mistake, fear of embarrassing themselves. Their fear causes them to do what they don't want. As a coach or a sales leader, the goal is to teach people to overcome their fears. To do that, you, as a coach, mentor, sales leader, father, you must understand that fear is evil and part of a process. Kevin Bingham used to teach that fear was one of three brothers, fear, anger, and stupid. He now teaches four brothers, safe, fear, anger, and stupid. Kevin explains it this way. Safe is the high ground. Who wouldn't want to be safe? If you're not safe, you're dangerous. This is what we have experienced these past two years with the China flu. Safety is number one in all workplace environments, to the point that it has created an unsafe work environment. People are so scared to make a mistake that they do nothing. They let others decide what is safe. Now, life is dangerous. It's difficult. It's full of broken people. There is no way to avoid these things. Accepting this is the first step to making progress to a better life and higher sales for those we lead. Be aware and self-responsible and aggressive in work, or being safe will progress to its brother, fear. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to stupid. When we are not personally responsible, when we avoid hard work, when we are not assertive, when we pose or hide or hang back, we miss opportunities and we become reactive toward life, not proactive. And actually, we are vulnerable to attack because we are soft and without the hardened physical and mental muscles that are associated with exercise against powerful obstacles. Think of how you react to somebody jumping out at you when you don't see it coming. First, you are startled. This is unsafe. Then embarrassed. 
Then anger takes hold, or, or you could run away. Now you have a choice. Master your anger, or it will become your master. Your pulse is racing. Your pump full of adrenaline. Fight or flight. Anger steps in and says, I've got this. Step aside. But once anger has you, you are no longer in control, but anger controls you. You know, I was watching the University of Tennessee play basketball the other night against Florida. And at one point, one of the players got angry, and that caused him to do something stupid that led to technical fouls that just about caused the team to lose the game. So typically, we then do something stupid that we later regret. If we, the grappler wrestler or sales leader or salesperson or basketball player, can break the chain of the evil brothers and take just one of the brothers captive, then we stand a better chance of victory, just like the previous story of Warren Johnson. He broke the chain of safe, replaced fear with resolve, defeated anger with courage, and put stupid behind him. You can defeat your Goliath. Get you a coach. Be a coach. Be a dad or be a mom. Teach people, one, to break the chain of safe to take what they have been taught and to be aggressive with it, ambitious, to act, to give their best. Ask them to tell you what that would look like if they did this as a rep. Two, replace their fears with resolve at doing the most important thing next without any judgment upon themselves or others. Do the next most important thing. Three, be courageous. Do not be angry or upset or depressed. Defeat these with courage and perseverance when things look or feel hard. Keep on doing the right things. Finally, number four, put stupid behind you and behind the reps. Replace bad thinking and bad strategies with training and instruction and especially wisdom. It's a new day today. You and they can work to make it better and to change and transform yourself. And they can do that for themselves into better performers and better people. Don't let the world place you in a closet of safety. Defeat the evil brothers and get out and live. That's a great thing to infect others with. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.